Hey, got the morning show with Aaron, and here in my outside studio, I've got Murray. Good morning, Murray. Good morning, Aaron. How you doing? Good. So, folks, you might remember Murray from, uh, he used to be involved with the Possum Trap show before he got lost and stuck in Australia, and then we talked to him a few weeks ago when he was stuck in MIQ, but today he's actually here representing Extreme Zero Waste, so uh, you do a bit of work for Extreme now, Murray. Yeah, I have to take off my DJ hat and put on my Extreme Hivers. Yeah. So I've just been contracted to help out with a project that they've got going on at the moment. Has it started yet? Will people see things when they go up there? Well, that was kind of why I got in touch with you. So, yeah, um, the fencing is up. They're digging some big holes. Um, and Extreme is a pretty public site. Yeah. Um, very well used, well trafficked by the community. So I thought people out there might be wondering what's going on. Because there's a reasonably big building site. Right. Reasonably big. So what's the project? Um, so we're building a centre for excellence. That's the tagline. We're building a building, Aaron. A building, it's a building. A building. Right. Um, basically, what we're doing is erecting a big shed, six by no, twelve by twenty-five meter shed. Oh, that's big. That's pretty big. Is that about the size of the main building? Uh, bigger. But it's similar. It'll be a similar proportion. Similar footprint. Yeah. It'll definitely be the tallest building on site. Two story. Yeah, six right. meter stud height. Um, and the whole concept behind the Centre for Excellence is really, um, basically, we've managed to secure some funding through the Waste Minimisation Fund, um, through the Ministry for the Environment, which all the, uh, all the rubbish levies pay for. Um, and what we're really aiming to do is demonstrate best industry practice um, for product stewardship and maximum diversion of waste product. So trying to get the rest of the country to do it the way Extreme does it, basically. Yeah, and Extreme has always been a flagship for, um, you know, waste minimization and yeah. uh, waste diversion. And this is really just a con, a continu- How would you say that? It's a continuation. It's a natural extension of what. It's a natural doing. extension. It's a continuation of that philosophy. So we're building this big shed, quite a big shed, and the plan is to basically automate um, all our recycling. Uh, as much as we can, obviously, fine oil is growing uh, exponentially at the moment, so we sort of need to future-proof ourselves. So the plan is to uh, get some conveyors in there, get a bigger rubbish compactor, um, and just basically a future-proof extreme uh, so that it can handle um, bigger volumes. Because at the moment, the boys do all the um, sorting and everything on the curbside, um, and there's quite a lot. It's, a, it's quite a labour-intensive process, so we're just trying to get some better facilities and some better equipment just to sort of ease that pressure. Right, right, yeah. And, uh, I mean, and I guess, I mean, we all know, we all see how late they're out over Christmas. We know what the pressure gets like around all Christmas, Boxing Day, uh, whatever the first pickup is. After I wasn't here, I have no idea what it's like. <laughs> they, go till, uh, they go till dark. Oh, yeah, the, the boys work, work hard, really yeah. Hard. And they yeah, even, they go they hard. Pull, I've even seen Rick on the yard sorting glass bottles. Oh. Uh, they pull the people out of management. That old dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all the young guys are like, "Oh, Rick, we've never seen you do this." They don't, they don't know about the days when he did all the work as well. Yeah, yeah. back at the back in the start, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'd give the man a rest. <laughs> it's been a long haul. It has, it has. Yeah. He, he needs to pull his feet up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so where where on the site? If people, where should they look? When I guess they'll see it when they get there. We well, can't help but see it. So, um, it's right in front of his drive-in. Where all the diggers are, where the fencing is. Right, so um, you, you drive in if you just keep looking at the back of the side. Basically, you yeah. You see it. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a nice, it'd be a nice forest green colour really set back into the land. Hey, Raglan, we're back. We're back. 
And um, long story, well, maybe a quick story. Um, we were relying on the data connection on my phone to make everything work on the laptops outside. And Aaron's phone died. Yeah, I need a new phone. We're building a centre for excellence. But basically, you started, you excellence. said that. Centre for Excellence, but that makes it sound like an education facility. But then you started well, talking about conveyor belts and things. Well, that's the idea. So it is an education. It is. It's an educate. We have an education room, Aaron. So if people want to get educated, they can get educated. But the Centre for Excellence is. It's a recycling plant. It is an education facility. It's going to be open to the community. People can come in and have a look. Not just walk in, so obviously. It's, so it's like it's like this is what we believe says extreme to be the optimum model for recycling in a community like this well it's basically an exploration of what technology is available for us and to maximize diversion i mean yeah like you know we've said it before extreme has always sort of been at the forefront um of this sort of work uh there's not too many people i mean wanica waste buses um down in the south island do a pretty good job as well um, but extreme has always been very well received, uh, certainly in government cir- circles around the uh, for those dealing with the waste minimisation fund. Um, so basically, the idea is, you know, what technology is available to us, and how can we sort of just make this more efficient? How can we divert more? How can we ac- accommodate the growing population in Raglan? Um, there's an interesting thing that, like, I remember the days when it had just started and there were, you know, there's about five car parks right beside the area, where, the sorting area, like where you take your stuff yeah. and the staff say, yes, we can recycle this or whatever. Um, that used to be all the car parks and that used to be enough 20 years ago. Yeah. And now there's like four or five times as many car parks and some days you go up there and it's and it's still... And you can't get a it's car It's still hard spot. to get a car park. Yeah. And, that, and the population hasn't grown by five or six times the amount. Mm. Our population has grown, but not by that much. So it means that the amount of recycling that's happening has has grown considerably, and the amount of stuff being purchased secondhand mm. has has grown as well. So the, the growth is that's kind of in that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so so it's not a it's so it's it's only a place that you you get to see on a tour this this centre for excellence this oh, new building. I, I, I'm not I'm not party to the information. I don't know the finer <laughs> details. You're of the project the manager for the construction. Look, there's pa- there's phase one, right? There's going to be about 17 phases to it. First thing <laughs> is the first thing is you can't do anything without a building, so we need to build a building. Yep. So we're building a building, right? So we build the building and then we get the equipment in. And once we have a bit more capacity and we can do all the processing um, with a little bit more automation and maybe streamline our processes a little bit better, especially on the collection front, um, then we can look at phase two or phase three. Now, further down the line, hopefully on the horizon, and it has been in the works for some time, but the container deposit scheme that the government's been talking about for some time, um, the building has been designed around that. So as soon as the container deposit scheme is ready to go, uh, Extreme Zero Waste will be ready to go because we'll have the facilities to accommodate that container deposit scheme. All right. Makes sense? Future planning. It's all future planning. It's all future planning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's interesting about... Like when I made this film I made about Extreme, we did this big contrast of sorting by hand and how it was better and then there was this materials recovery facility that we got some video footage of and that had conveyor belts everywhere and it actually wasn't very good at sorting so I'm kind, no. of, in, I'm kind of intrigued relying on sensors and computers and it just wasn't as good as a person um, but that tends to be where 
large towns invest their money in, like Auckland was trying to invest its money in it at the time we did it. Um, so I'm interested here at conveyor belts, but I, I guess it's all within that context of maximising employment, but also minimising the backbreaking nature of the work. Basically, yeah. We've got no intention of um, removing any people from the operation. Yeah. I mean, Extreme Zero Waste is the, one of the, like, the largest local employer and it's intend on keeping it that something way. Something like 40 people. Well, I think it's more than that now. Probably by now, yeah. yeah. I, I never kill quite keep up. It was about 45 last last number I heard thrown around. Yeah. Um, so, no, it's not, the intention isn't to... When I say conveyors and automation, um, I don't mean that we're going to get rid of people and put robots in. I mean, we need better facilities in order to accommodate the growing population and basically future-proof it for the next 10 years. And that's what this is all about. Yeah. Um, the conveyor itself... Um, will effectively just transport the materials and you'll have operators either side of it just sorting as it comes down the line with a little magnet collecting the tins. Oh. So just, it just makes the whole process a little bit faster and a little bit easier for the guys so maybe they don't have to be out till 9 o'clock at night on Christmas Eve. I think it was the day, the boxing day. Whenever it is, Aaron, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Semantics. No, there's not. Of course, all the rubbish is produced on Christmas Day, so it's after Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's busy. No one's put their rubbish out on Christmas Eve. They're all too busy running around with their heads cut off like chickens with their heads cut <laughs> off. So, uh, okay, so this is cool. So, uh, folks, we, if you just joined in halfway through, we're talking to Murray, who's uh, representing Extreme this morning, about a new building that you might see when you go up, or you definitely will see when you go up there. But at the moment, it consists of a hole in the ground and, and some diggers, yeah. I understand. But it's, soon it will, be, it will be a six-metre-high building. Six-metre-high building. Yeah, 25 metre frontage A couple of nice roller doors A little awning on the front It's going to be nice <laughs> We're getting into real estate sales now <laughs> Alright, so that's cool So is there anything else you wanted to tell us about that? Not especially, no I just wanted to let people I just wanted people I, I Again, as I said Extreme's a very public site And when stuff goes on up there People want to know So I'm just telling everyone That's what's going on up there Any health and safety uh, notes that people Stay away Don't go through the fence Okay. I'll put some signage up on the fence. Um, I'll put some signage up on the fencing uh, so people can have a look at the concept plans. I've got some, I'll have some concept plans going up in the building. Oh, yeah. I'll do you a can, review of those. You can have a review. You can see what's going up. Um, and a big shout-out, obviously, to our funding partner, MFE, for helping us out with this. It's Ministry for? Ministry for the Environment. All right. The Waste Minimization Fund. They must see some benefit. They see a lot of benefit. Yeah, yeah. We're good to them. They're good to us. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming in, Murray. Do you have a request, a song you want to hear us play at this point in time? Or just the ads? Would you like to hear the ads? Oh, ads. I really want to hear the ads. All right. We're going to hear the ads, and then while they're playing, Murray might actually choose a song. Otherwise, I'll have to. <laughs> so, um, actually, here's an ad from Extreme Zero Waste. Hey, Mum, you can't put that in your green bin. I thought you wanted me to recycle. But you can't recycle everything. How am I supposed to know what's what? It's easy. Extreme Zero Waste has a recycling guide. It even tells you to wash and squash your milk bottles and remove your wine bottle lids. Alright, where can we get this guide? They have them at the Recycle Centre, Whangaroa Environment Centre or on their website. Cool. Better put one on our fridge and one above our rubbish bin. Oh! 